Good morning. Welcome to today's knee-jerk devotional for December 18th, 2020. Our passage this morning is Matthew 11, 2 through 15. It goes like this. John, meanwhile, had been locked up in prison. When he got wind of what Jesus was doing, he sent his own disciples to ask, Are you the one we've been expecting, or are we still waiting? Jesus told them, Go back and tell John what's going on. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. The wretched of the earth learn that God is on their side. Is this what you were expecting? Then count yourselves most blessed. When John's disciples left to report, Jesus started talking to the crowd about John. What did you expect when you went out to see him in the wild? A weekend camper? Hardly. What then? A chic in silk pajamas? Not in the wilderness, not by a long shot. What then? A prophet? That's right, a prophet. Probably the best you'll ever hear. He is the prophet that Malachi announced when he wrote, I am sending my prophet ahead of you to make the road smooth for you. Let me tell you what's going on here. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer, but in the kingdom he prepared for you, for the lowliest person is ahead of him. For a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom. But if you read the books of the prophets and God's law closely, you will see them culminate in John, teaming up with him and preparing the way for the Messiah of the kingdom. Look at it this way. John is the Elijah you've all been expecting to arrive and to introduce the Messiah. Are you listening to me? Really listening? The question of John's followers is the same question that we have now. Are you the one, or are we all still waiting? In so many ways, we are still waiting. So many ways, we don't have to wait any longer. What I keep thinking about, though, is that we really don't have to wait. Christ has come. He lived. He died. He rose again. He sent the Spirit and showed us the way. It's one of those weird things where we really do know what we should be doing and how we should be living. Yet, we somehow create an excuse to wait. It's kind of like me and exercise. I know what I should do, but I am able to create every excuse in the book to wait to get started. We know that we don't have to wait to live out a subversive, gracious love. Indeed, we have been tasked to do so. Yet, we find excuses for why we can't, won't, or shouldn't. The excuses range from truth-telling to those people hate me, and so why should I practice a subversive, gracious love toward them? We are waiting for a reason to practice subversive, gracious love, but we have the reason. Jesus lived and loved that way. The Christ lit up this world with subversive, gracious love that has changed everything, but we choose to wait. While we are asking the same question that John's disciples asked, I think that Jesus is asking the same question too. Are you listening to me? Are you really listening? I have to wonder if we are. No, I take that back. I don't think we are. What I see in myself and many in my tribe is a lack of subversive gracious love. We care more about our comfort, status, and control than we are about loving with the reckless abandon of Christ. In a conversation I had this week, I was recommending to a friend that we won't ever regret erring on the side of love and grace. Yet, 
as I consider my own life and how I respond to people in my life. Am I practicing that? I want to say yes, but in too many ways the answer is no. If I'm really listening to Christ, then I will be known for loving well. I will be known as one who lived out the practices of subversive gracious love on a daily basis and in every space I enter. As I process my life and continue to do the work of growing and maturing, I realize how far I have yet to go to truly, consistently love well. My desperate prayer is that I would listen, really listen to Jesus. How about you? Are you listening? Really listening? Until Monday. Love well, my friends.